I'm Phoebe and this is Health Uncovered. Social media, is this real life? When you see like models and celebrities looking really good, you sort of think, I really want to look like them. I feel like you should meet some sort of expectation and if you don't meet that, you feel bad about yourself. If you don't post or you don't have social media, people don't really see you as relevant. Hello, I'm Kel Spellman and welcome to Health Uncovered, where we are asking the questions that you want answered about health. Now, let's face it, we all use it, we all like it. We all posted a picture of our Sunday dinner using the hashtag nom nom nom. Today, we are talking about social media. Now, on the face of it, social media is quite a beautiful thing. It's great. It keeps in touch with our friends and family, it makes it easy to consume news and current affairs, and it gives us something to do on the toilet. But it can also put added pressure and unrealistic expectation on our shoulders. Images of perfect lives that make our own existence look a bit, well, it's the word, maybe a bit boring. But is that real life? Are social media filters doing more than just making us look our best? Does the perfect life actually exist? So here to help me talk about social media, I have my wonderful team of young people from Nuneaton. We have got... Holly. Abby. Ollie. Oscar. So guys, before we get going properly, I'm going to dive us straight in with a little game, okay? Have you all got your phones on you? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Why? I told you not to bring him into the studio. I'm joking. <laughs> I want to find out what was the last thing that we posted on our chosen social media channel, okay? So whether that be Twitter, Instagram or Facebook, whichever one it is, it can be a tweet, might have been a picture. I'm going to find out what it was. We're going to get a little insight into getting to know you a bit better. Oscar is ready. I went for Instagram. Okay. It's a picture of me. Just thought, you know, I'm looking quite good. I thought I should share that with my friends, you know. Nice. Did you put a little comment with it, like a little... Um, I think I put the fire symbol on there. Yeah. So I'm looking pretty nice. hot. Oscar, I like that, mate. Spicy. Okay, thank you, Oscar. Ollie? I put, I put um, on Instagram the watch. I'm Ooh. hoping to get it Saturday. Yeah, no, it's nice. Nice and trendy. Yeah. So, so is ladies. that kind of... Is Custom that ladies for that. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what did you put with it? Fire and a love heart emoji. Oh, fire as well? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Nice. Abby, what have you gone for? I went for Facebook and okay. I shared a memory. A year ago, I put a picture of me and my auntie. Oh, nice. Okay. So it's kind of a bit of a range there. We kind of got stuff that we love. We kind of got a little memory with a family member and then someone looking mighty cool. But the things we put out there are stuff that we're kind of projecting, you know, how we kind of want to be seen as our social media kind of presence. We will delve into them a little bit more in just a second. But I also need to introduce our two experts that are joining me today. To my left, we have... Becky. And next to Becky... And where are you guys from? The Warwickshire School Health Team. Now, when I say everyone uses social media, 95 million photos are shared on Instagram every day. That's a high number. <laughs> <laughs> That's more than I was expecting. Nah, and, yeah. and then this, this is the one that got me. I kind of knew it would be up there, but 99% of young people use social media every week. So basically, we're all online. How often do you reckon you guys spend on social media in a day, roughly? At least eight hours. Really, Ollie? Yeah. Seriously? At least eight that, hours. That's nearly half the day. Yeah. Half my data goes on Snapchat, Facebook and Instagram. Well, on average, a young person spends around just under two and a half hours. It's two hours, 24 minutes every day. When you look at it, I'm literally on my phone like all the time. I think it's, it's very easy, I think, though, to get lost in the kind of world of social media and being online. Do you guys think maybe sometimes you spend a bit too much time? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, yeah. 
Do you? Especially Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> do, do your mum and dad ever tell you that you kind of need to come um, off it for a bit? I think in the holidays, I do spend a lot of time, yeah, flicking through people's stories. And I think I just wonder, like, what's going on while I'm looking at my screen? This isn't kind of you, Ollie, but this yeah. is just in general because I think, you know, we're kind of all corporates to it, but is there kind of an addiction in young people to being online and, and kind of using social media? Yeah, there can be. I mean, there's research out there now that suggests the more time people spend on social media, the more likely they are going to become addicted to sort of the likes once you've posted a picture and the comments, really. So it can become an addiction if you're spending much more time on it. So it's about having the equal balance in online life and offline life. It's more of a compulsion, really. Every time I go on my phone, I need to check if anyone's messaged me or anything or what, what's new. Otherwise, you're behind a lot. Something could happen and like you're going to miss out on it. People could be telling you instead of you like, telling them. Mm -hmm. Talking through their posts there, I mean, one of my first questions for you guys is, what is the main reason you put up kind of your photos and videos and statuses and stuff? I just, I don't expect everyone to like it or anything. I just sort of want to express myself. Like if I've got a new pair of shoes or jacket, I want to share it with my friends and stuff. Do you feel that it brings a whole new pressure to how you're kind of looking and how you're projecting yourself. Do you feel an expectation to be putting out good stuff and positive stuff and looking your best, or are you not too bothered? I think the upload here and there is quite normal. Yeah, but not like every day. I'd say like once a week or twice a week. Mm -hmm. Like a normal upload for me. If you don't post or you don't have social media, people don't really see you as relevant. One one new form of bullying that's kind of really taken the forefront of bullying, really, that I picked up on is this whole world of cyberbullying. Is that something you guys have seen? It happens a lot on Snapchat because, like, people, like, saying horrible things to someone, like, like you can make group chats and that, and then, like, people like, add, like, loads of their mates and it's just, like, one of them, so, like, they're all taking the mick out of one person, but then, like, you can't really help it. It's more difficult to stop as well. Yeah, it's, yeah more difficult to stop. Because everyone's on it all the time. You can't avoid it if you're a Yeah, victim. and like, each message like goes after 24 hours. Does it make you a little bit self-conscious and kind of just being a bit more self-aware of the fact that that could happen and you don't want it to happen to you? Yeah. Yeah, mm. totally. I'm playing kind of dumb here, but are there any ways in which you could maybe stop it or kind of prevent it from happening? Like showing teachers. But then... Yeah, telling someone who you know, like parents or teacher. Yeah. Or in worst case, the police. What can you do to the social media sites to stop it happening? Avoid the certain people that are doing it and don't be silly online, don't post something that is going to be targeted. Yeah, just think, think before you post. Because yeah. it's up there once it's up there. Yeah, once it's up there, everyone's going to see it. Like, I've been bullied over messages and stuff like that, but I feel like cyberbullying is just when they're scared to say it to your face instead of, like, actually talking to you while, you, while they're, like, criticising you. Mm -hmm. They just send it yeah, so they don't have to put up with it. What did you do then, so when, when you kind of got these nasty messages? At the time, we had, like, college leaders, so I went to the college leader about it, and then it kind of sorted it out. So it got sorted. That's good to hear. Do you feel that the sites themselves and the companies have a lot more to do? I know they really are trying and Facebook do bits, but I still don't think it's, it's kind of scraping the surface, really, of really trying to protect and, and help young people. I think it's really difficult to police, to be honest with you, because... Millions of people using social media. How do you manage every single conversation that's going on? You know, between every individual, they can't monitor every conversation that's, that's happening. The other side of it is having parents monitor it. But again, when, when you're of a certain age, people are going to hide their 
apps from their phone, their conversations. They're not going to want the parents to know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So it's how do you manage it? So one thing I notice is we all, even they're kind of in your post, we all want to project good, happy, positive things. Do you not think, though, that's unrealistic? Real life isn't like that. I think sometimes a lot of people lie about Facebook or whatever because I think that, you know, sometimes I do, you feel like you're really happy, actually you're not. People believe everything they see on social media. So if like you have to sometimes, I suppose if you are sad, put you are happy because otherwise people will ask you and believe everything that's been that's been seen. Yeah, yeah. people do judge you quite a lot. Oh, look, look, you haven't got like new shoes. Mm. That you, you wear them shoes in your last picture. That pulls you down like a little bit, but like... She's yeah. got to be strong enough. Yeah, to yeah, she's got to be, yeah. yeah. So it's like, wipe it off your like shoulder. You have to meet an expectation. Yeah. Mm. And this is kind of what I want to get into, because even when I look on some celebrities on social media, yeah, when I scroll through some of their Instagram accounts or Twitter, I look at it and go, there's nothing real about that yeah. at all. The amount of filters and effects and, and touch-ups that photos have done, and then that creates, like you say, that expectation. How does it make you guys feel when you kind of see these beautiful people, amazing bodies, beautiful holidays, beautiful sceneries. How does that make you feel? I feel like you should meet some sort of expectation and if you don't meet that, you feel bad about yourself because you want to be like them. When you see, like, models and celebrities looking really good, you sort of think, I really want to look like them, but I think they're just feeling good about themselves and they want to promote it and post it. People who aren't confident about their bodies do get upset by looking at these photos and they get quite jealous, I think. I'm not really bothered about it. I just like, just be yourself. That's all you can be. That's a lot easier said than done at times. Mm. What kind of help or advice would you give to people when looking at photos and videos and it kind of conjuring up those feelings and emotions? I mean, from my experience, I do see a lot of pupils with regards to body image. So there's this image online where all the women are tiny, big bums, big boobs, perfect hair, perfect eyebrows. And that that is a lot of pressure on, on young people and the girls. And the same goes for the guys as well. You know, they've all got six packs, they've all got a tan. And to be honest with you, it's, it's quite unrealistic to achieve that. And there should really be a bit more support out there with regards to if they are uncomfortable with their body. As a school nursing service, we do support young people around healthy eating, uh, body changes, worries, anxieties, anything like that. Yeah, and I think it's about just remembering, actually, that nobody's the same, are they? That's what makes our world so unique. It's about remembering that everybody's individual. We all have things that we like about ourselves and we all have things that we don't like about ourselves. And even these models that you do see with these amazing figures, amazing, if you ask them, they still have things that they don't like about themselves. So it's, it's just remembering that balance, isn't it, and what's real and what's not. I don't know if you guys have seen them, there's some kind of... There's some models now coming out who are kind of showing the life behind being a, a social media star. They show the actual picture that they took compared to the one that got posted after all the effects. And it's just two completely different worlds. How do you guys go about trying to realise that that's definitely not real? Like you said, no one's perfect. And a lot, like probably 80% of people do filter themselves when they post. A lot of these models Photoshop themselves. If you feel like you need to Photoshop yourself just to make yourself look good, you're not really thinking straight, I don't think. No. Yeah. I think people fill their pictures with filters and um, when you look at them in real life, you think, what are you doing? You're putting a, a mask over yourself mm -hmm. just to get the approval of others. Yeah. I don't think it's really on. 
I think it's like pressure because obviously if you have a certain filter and you put it on your face and then you look in the real world, you're like, well, really, I don't look like that. And then obviously you're going to go to extreme lengths to make yourself look like that. So if you don't like yourself, you're going to want to like look really pretty or whatever. So obviously you're going to go to really silly lengths mm -hmm. to just look like that so you get like approved by the people. It's just silly. Do you sometimes compare yourself to these posts and pictures that you see on social media? Not really. Um, I think I've got like my own style and I know I'm not perfect, but if I look good and I know I look good, then I'd post it. I am what I am. I mean, I think that pressure is everywhere. There are filters that are deceiving, especially, I mean, in school, I suppose it's different because you know what other students look like. You, you're quite aware when it's fake. Like, for example, this morning I used a leopard filter to Becky. I do not look like a leopard. Um, <laughs> so it just goes to show, you know, it can really, you know, you can really morph yourself into whatever you want to be. And a lot of the filters as well is, it makes you look good, it makes mm -hmm. you feel good about yourself. But actually, in real life, you might not have good skin. And then it's that initial meeting where someone goes, oh, actually, you don't look nothing like your picture. Mm. So it's about keeping your emotional health well isn't it and always remembering when you're scrolling through that nobody's the same and people do tend to post the best part of their lives on social media and it's always remembering everybody has good days and everybody has bad days so actually if you're having a good day that's great but then if you have a bad day that is quite normal but it's just making sure that um you know where you can turn to if you are having a bad day or if that bad day carries on to a couple of bad days it's about accessing that help and actually come offline take that break focus on the good things that you've got planned in your offline world. Go and meet your friends face to face or go out with your family and do a nice day. It's about having that balance between your social life and your online life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would you guys come offline? No, probably not. No. I no. Be, uh... I would. Because I know for a few days I've not had my phone on at all. I just forget about it. I'm not on social media as much as I used to be now. And so I spend time all the time with my family and do more advising for things. So, Abby, you're a great person to ask. Were you happier while you were on social media all the time and on your phone or once you started kind of coming back into what once was going on? Once I started on, coming so... back into the real world. Yeah. Because, you know, like, everything's real and um, it's not all fake. Gives you that time to reflect on real life, yeah. doesn't it, and not on this life that you're seeing on social media all the time. Well, in the six weeks holiday, I went to Thailand for a month without my phone and that was the biggest shock ever. <laughs> Didn't have my phone for a month. And how was that? Really good. Really, yeah. such a good experience. But when I got back to the airport, I was like, Mum, where's my phone? I need it. And I, li I literally had, like, 100 notifications on Facebook. It's unreal. So you got sucked straight back in once yeah, you were yeah. back here, yeah? But when I was out there, I didn't, didn't think about it. Can what you see, what's popped up on your Twitter feed or Facebook feed, affect your mood? Yeah, I think if someone puts something negative on there, because when they put it up there, everyone else sees it. So, for instance, if they call you something, it could become a nickname. If you follow everyone you know, they will all see it and it will just continue and spread and spread and spread. But like when someone's on Snapchat and then like they put a camera straight in front of your face and like when you're not ready, they get like a really bad like mugshot of you. Yeah. And it just goes online, people screenshot it and it can go around like wildfire. There is research out there now as well that's suggesting the more time that you spend on social media, the more likely you to suffer with low mood, low self-esteem, anxiety, depression and addiction. And again, that's going back to that online life, isn't it, and not being on, in the real world. Mm -hmm. And also there's a blue light on the phone, isn't there, research behind it that looking at your phone, it can tinker with your sleep pattern and it's much harder to get to sleep. So mm. if ever you're struggling to go to sleep at night, I know that some people recommend to put your phone down about an hour before you go to bed just to get your eyes used to normal lighting again. Upon hearing that, would you guys think about kind of how much time 
you spend yeah, on social yeah, media. Yeah, probably back a bit. I think yeah. Ollie should as well. I'm definitely going to cut down a little bit. You must find it draining at times to kind of always be online, to always been trying to keep speed. It's, does it not boring. get too much? Yeah. Yeah, some days you do think, what is the point? But then other days you think, oh, yeah, good so video. You can't believe it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't get through all of it. It's pretty much impossible. It's a trend, really, just to keep up date with online. One of my final questions to ask you guys is, are you bothered by how kind of your life is perceived online? Do you care? Really? No. As long as I'm happy, no. yeah. I don't really care what other people think. Yeah. Nice. So, just kind of in conclusion, if it's becoming a bit too much, if kind of it is, you're really kind of working yourself up into maybe a bit of a frenzy over something, or you feel like you just can't switch off or get away from it, is the best thing to do just turn off your kind of phone and step away from it and come into that real world that we've been speaking about. Yeah, that would be the easy solution. But again, we know young people might not necessarily do that because you are so into your phones, but it is about taking that time out, get back into the real world, have those face-to-face conversations with people. If you are really worried or you feel like you've got low self-esteem, you feel like you're low in mood or you're anxious or you're feeling quite jealous over some of the posts that you're seeing, talk to your parents or talk to your carers um, or a family member that you're close to or friends if you can trust them. Um, And then you've got your your school nurses, your GP. But find out what's going on in your local areas as well. So, for example, in Warwickshire, young people can access the school health team. We've got a confidential texting service as well called Chat Health that young people can text and get the service and get some support around your emotional health. To anyone that's listening as well, you are all beautiful inside and out, like no matter who you're kind of looking up to or anything, just be true to who you are because you're all amazing. doesn't really matter what anybody else is thinking. As long as you're happy, that is the most important thing. But that is it from Nuneaton today. I want to say a massive thank you to Katie and Becky. Thank you so much, guys, and thank you to my wonderful young people. We have Oscar, we have Abby, we have Holly, and we have Ollie. Thank you so much, guys. Are you going to spend a little bit less time on, on your phones? Definitely, yeah. 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 <laughs> now, we have also talked about bullying via social media in episode four of this series, so if kind of you want to have a little listen to that, you can find it on our feed. And if you click subscribe, any of our other episodes still to be released, they will come to you straight away on whatever device you are listening to. This has been Health Uncovered with me, Kel Spellman. This is Health Uncovered with Compass Warwickshire School Health and Wellbeing Service. Health Uncovered is recorded with healthcare professionals who help young people, like school and public health nurses. To find out how to get confidential support with any health issue, speak to your GP or ask in school.